0: This episode is brought to you by Super Soccer Stars, New York City's number one youth educational soccer program for over 20 years. Super Soccer Stars teaches soccer in a fun, non-competitive educational environment. The philosophy is to use soccer to nurture physical and social skills, build self-confidence, and develop teamwork in every class.
1: Come try a class or camp with Super Soccer Stars this spring and summer. For our listeners only, use promo code Soccer and save $25 off any class or camp where Super Soccer Stars takes direct enrollment. Hurry! This offer is only good for the month of March. See how much your kids will learn
0: and grow, all while having endless fun. Hey everyone, welcome to Mom's Got This. I'm Michelle Park. And I'm Stacey Eagle. And we are back with another episode yes episode two yes thank you guys so much for listening i hope you enjoyed last week's episode where stacy and i kind of just sat here the two
1: of us we did and we interviewed each other which was really nice we finally got to know each other
0: yeah i mean <laughs> yeah i feel like i i knew you i knew you and know you really well but i think there were things that we didn't know about each other which is kind of cool there's two big things we didn't know about yeah, each other I which know. was really nice so
1: listen to episode one of season four are we season three, <laughs> <Season> three. <laughs> i jumped to season yeah i mean of season three and we are here today with... Yeah,
0: we're here with Bethany Braun-Silva. She has been a longtime parenting editor, but currently she is the editor at Parenting.com. And she's also a mom of two boys, four and seven. Hi, yep. Bethany. Hi Bethany. Hi, thanks so much for
2: having me. We're I'm so, so I'm, glad you're here. Oh, I'm so thrilled to be here. So thank you.
0: We know that
1: last week we wanted yeah. to have you on and mm-hmm. your son had a cold, I think. Yeah,
2: he had a, a virus, flu-like something. No! I know, it's like <laughs> trigger word right now. Right. <laughs> but he's finally... At bed better and I'm so happy to be here but we're yeah so it was a rough week yeah. yeah were you home
0: the whole week then
2: Um, on and off I'm really fortunate my parents live close by so my mom oh, was good. able to help me out a few days so I mean we don't really have any um outside help because they're both in school and we haven't really needed it so my i'm really fortunate i have my family to help me out that is in awesome. a pinch yeah so
1: tell us about your journey of being are you always been in parenting like yeah it's actually so before you were a parent
2: yeah so it's actually kind of a funny story not funny but um i i don't how i ended in this ended up in this industry is basically sort through my journey of motherhood um i went to school for acting and drama and was sort of just like sort of a fly by the seat of my pants gal lived in california and then i was like all right i think i'm ready to settle down start a family but oh crap i don't know how i'm gonna make money so um, <laughs> i was pregnant i got pregnant and um was like how am i going to supplement my income from home? I I kind of think I'm a good writer, so let me see about, you know, writing and i just went on Craigslist and found no way. Hi- yep. This is now this is back in 2011 and i hadn't given birth yet. i was very pregnant but i was like, you know what? You know, time's ticking here. Yeah. So i was like so i saw um a listing for um, local mom bloggers to come write about the best things to do in Manhattan. and so On I- Craigslist, which I love. And this was for,
0: for what publication? It's
2: no longer, it was called New York Mom's World. It doesn't exist uh-huh. anymore. OK. And so basically, I was the Manhattan expert. Each week, I created a list of the best things to do, places to go, things to see for moms and their kids. So it was actually kind of a seamless fit, because um, I was living it. And since then, my personal life and my professional life has just continued to inform each other as I sort of went up the career ladder ladder and you know continued on my journey of motherhood so from there I landed another job as a parenting editor and then another job and then another job and then my most recent gig and I've been there for a year is over at the Meredith Corporation which right. is, was sort of a really aspirational goal for me I cannot I still pinch myself that I'm at this oh, company so because awesome. they own parents magazine they have people magazine in style like all the heavy hitters in the industry and I was brought on um to run up to lead up parenting Dot com. That's amazing. And yeah, I man. go to parenting.com all the Me time. Too. So Thank you. you're doing a <laughs> I read fabulous the, job. your
0: articles today. Um, on okay. coronavirus. <laughs> oh my Wait, gosh. So when you decided, "Hey, I got to like make some money." Yeah. Were you still acting? What no,
2: I had given that up. Again, I it's kind of I think a lot of I don't want to say the word, you know, millennial. I'm an older millennial. I don't really but <laughs> I think we sort of you know we we were encouraged to just kind of like follow our dreams without actually knowing like like what ends up if yeah, you follow what's your dream game yeah. here right so i um, i was really into the arts and theater having grown up in new york city i grew up in manhattan um so i was always into theater and decided i was going to per- go to nyu and got there went there and then got even went as far as getting a masters in acting and then oh, wow, um, went to la had it and just decided okay i don't think i'm going to pursue this professionally but you know i i into media i'm into writing and i actually interned at entertainment tonight while i was out in la just to see the media side of it and that was really great and then i decided you know my boyfriend and i we were ready to start a family i came home was very lucky to get pregnant right away and And that um, was
0: a conscious decision conscious decision yeah
2: so um i was you know i like to say especially in new york new york standards i mean where women are you know just kicking ass as far as careers and stuff we don't see many women pregnant in their 20s and no. I was certainly one of my I one of my o- the only of my group of friends to get pregnant I got pregnant at 26 and I had my first son at 27 yeah wow. um, so yeah so everything just sort of you know culminated in that moment of like okay well now I'm getting older I need a real job and I'm a mom so <laughs> let's let's figure this out so I was really lucky to just sort of And I don't want to say lucky, too, because I did. It it was a ton of hard work. I mean, I have no professional or educational background. You know, I was up against um, some of these, like, younger women right out of college, 22, 23, who have backgrounds in journalism. And I was... And I hate to even admit this now in my position, but I, I was like, "Well, I, I don't. I, I wasn't really grammatically inclined, so I'm like, <laughs> you know, like writing these. There's grammar check talk for about that <laughs> syndrome, right? Like, yeah. like it, I was living it in real time and just sort of feeling like a bit older, um, you know, and feeling like, a, yeah, like what's an M dash? <laughs> like, <laughs> just, you know, like and having to sort of figure all this stuff out on my own while really coming in and. Per- putting on like a face of confidence because it is what I wanted
0: I think that's like so but that's so analogous to motherhood right like (laughs) you have a baby you're like I don't know what this is I can do it but I'll figure it out I mean thank God for Google I guess
2: yep yeah when I enrolled myself in a bunch of like continuing ed classes just like really introductory like you know writing classes just so that even though you can have the talent and the tone but People, you, when you're working for a company, you need to also have like the, you, the goods. This, yeah, yeah, the mechanics. So um, it took me a while to sort of get to that point, And I sort of was learning as I go. And I, I always say, um, if you can learn, you su- can succeed. And yeah. that's sort of been the motto of my life. I, I love that. I am I, a fast learner. And I pride myself on that. And I go into every situation with that mentality. Um, there's nothing that I can't learn or I'm not willing to learn and combined with hard work and a dedication and a passion for what I do, I've really found that, um, yeah, it's sort of been an, a real recipe for success. It
1: seems like also, cause I've been following your journey and it seems like you're still getting that piece of what, you know, being on camera, yeah. you're interviewing celebrities now, like it's you're combining writing and your passions of what maybe you wanted
2: to do prior to yeah being in the parenting world Absolutely. together now. Absolutely. That's something that I sort of came to just like on my own and I really pushed for. Um, whenever I interview celebrities, I always talked to him about motherhood being sort of the ultimate equalizer I talked to Serena I that all the time right yeah, See, that's yeah. like my I talked to Serena Williams about that Chrissy Teigen, these women I have nothing in common with I mean Serena Williams she is the oh goat right yes. like I am not you know I can't <laughs> swing a racket to save my life um, but we talked about just how motherhood equalizes all of us and right. and I want to also talk about um, even the TTC process, the trying to conceive process, yeah. just because you're not um, there yet. The idea, I mean, when I was at a previous job and it was Mother's Day, and you know, this has always been my industry, parents, parenting. We should say Happy Mothering Day, whatever yes. you're mothering, mm-hmm. who, like whatever idea or thought or dream, I and your own that, yeah. kids. So, it it really is such a, a, an equalizer across the board, whether you're have the the kids yet or you're they're trying on their way. There, yeah. However, you we get to that point.
0: So I have a question for you about, so you've now got this new job Mm -hmm. and you're about to have a baby. Like that must have been challenging because you're trying to learn all of this while you're also trying to learn how to be a mom. What was that like? It was challenging.
2: It was challenging. And I really feel like why I was able to succeed is because I really did have a passion for it. So everything sort of energized me, right? Like how I mentioned before, my professional life was informing my personal life. My personal life was informing my professional life. Um, So I was getting to when I had that first job as, you know, the Manhattan mom blogger for this now no longer company that no longer exists. I was able to take my kid around to like explore this museum or explore this new like mommy and me class. So um, that was really helpful. You know, and I know that's a privilege that not a lot of mothers, mothers get to experience, but I was really able to have my kid with me everywhere I went. I mean, we, and there were even points where we were sort of like working like, you know, these kind of conventions, like, (laughs) you know, or like the new mall, you know, like where there are baby product conventions. And I was able to, and she was like, would you want to run a booth? And I was like, great. Yeah. And my kid was right there with me. Oh, wow. So So, how
0: long did you bring your, your kid around with you.
2: Well, that was only so that job actually was only about six months. And I so he was a newborn, newborn to six months old. And then right away, I was able to sort of segue that into um, another job. And again, I was always very fortunate. I had my mother and my mother-in-law able to help me out. So, you know, I know that I've so much had to come together for me to, you know, be as successful as I am now. And, you know, I really do owe the women in my life a big Thank you. <laughs> the other people in your life oh, were my mothering. Village, yes, oh, my yeah. village. Like, I couldn't have done it without my mother and my mother-in-law. You know, childcare so expensive. And, yeah. it's, and and not just that. I mean, I was getting anxiety, trigger, you know, any kind of like triggering anxiety being away from my kid. And so knowing that they were with his grandmother, it, it was OK. It
0: made it OK. Yeah. And I was really able to sort of go full force into my career. It is very hard I, to leave your kid at home. Like, I, I mean, even now for me, yeah. I feel... I feel sad about it. Yeah, I mean, and I don't think, I think it's we're sort of starting to talk about that more and more.
2: But um, motherhood is a joy and a blessing. But for me, it's been also nonstop anxiety. Yeah. And it's sort of just like navigating that through, through my career and just day-to-day life and how I relate to my husband. And, you know, it's just, it's nonstop. Did you, with your second child take him everywhere as well or you were in a new job that yeah so i was in a more established position and um he kind of no just babies stayed allowed <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor guy that he's totally he's such a second child but he's, <laughs> no i hear that yeah. yeah so he actually we didn't even put him in like any kind of daycare preschool like he went he's in pre-k now but he just was like home <laughs> but yeah but is your, um, is your first child more of a salesman I, you know he's he's definitely more um how do I say? I don't know, just uh he he just I don't wanna say like civilized. He's like a <laughs> seven year old, but he's more, you know, accustomed. He knows how to interact with
0: people right. where my he's being around the four this, year old is
2: alive. Seems like still kind of like a baby to me because he's he's still a little catching up to do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> As we've mentioned, this episode is brought to you by Super Soccer Stars. But what makes Super Soccer Stars different from other programs? Well, Stacey's gonna tell you.
1: It's incredible to watch your child be one or two and then blossom into a five-year-old or older and watch their skills grow so the teachers at Super Soccer Stars really like at being a toddler teach them skills that they grow into and so I'm watching Dylan now play soccer with his friends in the yard in in the schoolyard um and really like passing back and forth and having these skills that I'm just really impressed with. And I think that everyone should check out Super Soccer Stars because it goes from crib to
0: college. Yes, and you guys should check out their Facebook page for more information. And don't forget the promo code is Moms Got Soccer. You can save $25 off any class or camp.
1: So you were talking about anxiety of being a mom and all these things that happen, whether it's the first feeding or the giving peanut butter yeah. or whatever it is and um in our current society right now we are dealing with the coronavirus and i know that you have to write on this topic and for all of us hearing that schools are closing we all have children under the age of seven um what are you, how are you addressing this within your company and just for our other moms who are listening all over the world yeah you know a lot of them that i know schools are closed and they're creating syllabuses and creating you know tutorials of how to do things at home but i have a company i run and i don't right. know if i'm going to close the company and will i be able to be home to do that or will i, I have help who can do that so just curious on what your anxiety is <laughs> lo- what level you're at right yeah now. <laughs> and it's
2: pretty high but i think also um we have professionally we owe it to our readers to really only arm them with the facts right not right, to contribute yeah. to the hysteria that's going on exactly. so I know that's sort of the stance we're taking um but as a mother yeah it's completely an- anxiety inducing um you know the only kind of silver lining to this whole thing is that i've read it's not really affecting kids. kids i know that honestly if it was affecting kids i think i would be a lot more scared. yeah but every day we hear about more new closings. we were just talking about harvard saying mm-hmm. kids for the students not to come back after spring break um my the, my children's school they are saying if you want to pull them out fine um we're not you know we're taking extra precautions to sanitize and all that but yeah, it's, it's so, so funny scary.
1: about this is like not funny but it's
0: like wash your hands
2: yeah right like But (laughs) I think
0: the scariest thing about this virus is it can live on any surface for, like, two days. Yeah. Or you can
2: even carry it around not knowing you have it. I mean, yeah, the asymptomatic people
0: who just have no symptoms. It's, like...
2: And like, I do think it's gonna get a lot worse before so do it gets I better. Agree. But um
1: So for you and your profession, are you going to events right now? I mean you're here. At I've the definitely guess- you've walked <laughs> things down really a lot. Yeah,
2: you know, so I'm to be honest, I'm a, trying to avoid public transportation and walking where I mm. can. Um, but I'm also yeah, I've I've definitely cut back on events because I just feel like if it's not a necessity you know then let me just wait till i know that you know we're safe because like i said you know i have three other people that i live with yeah. so it's one thing yeah. for me to be sick and i you know as mothers also we know if yeah. we go down like the everyone goes, goes to, oh down. yeah
0: right so I'm have you ever think... really gone down though i feel like even when i'm sick i'm still doing everything <laughs> i know
2: it's hard <laughs> totally like again yeah. i have that day in bed i know i'm know. like <laughs> how come were... i can't just lay here You're
1: absolutely And then right. the next day your husband's sick
0: Is and then right? he's Always totally happens.
1: down
2: yeah he like cannot move out of actually so i was a little bit I was I was pretty sick a few months ago and um my husband was in charge of packing the lunches and I get a letter, uh, an email from my <laughs> my four-year-old teacher, like, um, is everything okay? What's going on? And she sent a picture. It was a a, a gallon size clear sandwich bag just full of fruit in the like in the in the lunch oh mug. God, that's hilarious. I was like, honey, like, come on. <laughs> you have to at least add, a- <laughs> like, give him a, a sandwich. There's, I mean, it's not, it's not hidden. Like, there's the turkey, like, there's the the, the go so- like all set
0: oh for you. <laughs> but yeah, no. Oh, was- that's so sad. Like my my husband and i i got food poisoning last week. Oh, and so my husband was in charge of dressing the girls. Oh. And it was just like one of them went to school with like a pajama top that was clearly a pajama top <laughs> oh because it had gosh. it said like dreaming of unicorns on it. <laughs> it's not like, you know. And then the other one had mismatched socks and just like like which is very in. Is it? used to be. Oh, I have to tell him that because i was like <laughs> what is
1: this? I have to redress there them and a, i feel like there was a crap. store it was called like Mc-
0: Mismatch. Oh, I remember, remember that. that. I remember that. I don't right. know if it's still right. I mean, around. you're in fashion, so you would know. Is it in? Right. I
1: think to wear like cool, different socks. But I have or... a lot of mismatched socks because <laughs> yeah. I lose them all.
0: So
2: I if think it's in right. it for girls, I'm guys. going for it. Right. But at the same time, it's almost like okay. Even though it was that like, your kids might have looked a little nuts, my kid only had fruit for lunch. It was like everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, true. Really that's, that's true. That's true. That's true. It's a
0: little different than maybe we would do it, but everyone, everyone's alright. I think that's the key. Actually, is like. I I constantly feel like I have to do everything because everything has to be the way it has to be and letting go a little bit and giving yourself some time
2: is Mm -hmm. so important as a mom because
0: if you don't do that you are going to drive yourself insane
2: absolutely you might drive everybody else insane too
0: (laughs) i'd probably do that yeah
2: but yeah no it was it it, it was it was a little crazy but it was also almost like a relief like yeah you know all right he's got it it's it's, it's nuts but you know he's got he's got
1: some fruit in there he's all good (laughs) yeah so has there been a moment where you have just lost it like I mean, it seems like you've got it together. You, you know, look I'm very good. put together, I have to say. Today. Yeah. But you That's know, very that- kind of you.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, we've all had those moments, right? And in one particular moment, I mean this might be a little dark but my we lost my mother-in-law last year to brain cancer It was very sudden and so the added stress of like losing someone and i explained before she was such an integral part of my village there were moments where i was like i can't do this anymore like i just you know you know we we were very um involved in her caretaking and then having to see my you know know, having to also now keep everything normal for my children so there were that there was more than a few breakdowns there and then i'll be supporting my husband through it all so i think like That is one sort of extreme example of, like, dealing with a family tragedy. But certainly, day to day, yeah, I mean...
1: How did you... Sorry to step in, but, like, how did your kids who were with your in-laws yeah. and your mom so much like how did they deal with it
2: you know the younger one didn't really understand what was going on he was only like two or three like at the time the older one was really rough mm-hmm. i mean it was really sad i mean he still talks about you know her cooking like oh, his favorite gosh. food so that's something that we're dealing with and it's brand new territory for us you how know? did you explain everything to them well he saw her you know it was cancer so he kind of saw you know the disintegration process and we were trying to explain it to him as much as we can without scaring him but you know he he saw a lot and we were always there and we're a very close family and so um we just we ex- just just to explain the facts, and then when she did finally pass, we, you know, used we look. I actually looked it up. I, I, I looked up how to talk to kids about you know death, and they explain. <laughs> yeah, they explain. Don't don't say pass away. Don't say she's in heaven. I and mean, whatever you believe, you oh can gosh, talk about those that. Are the two things I talk about all the time. Pass away <laughs> well, I mean, look, heaven. whatever work you know your kids better. I'm right. I'm never. I'm not saying you know yeah. I don't give out that kind of advice, but it was just saying just trust them to understand that they know what death means and if they have questions, just be open and available. So that's what we did. We said that she died and he he was like, What? And but he also knew that she had been sick and So where do you say she is now? Like did he come? We now we talk about heaven Got and stuff it. like okay. that. But in the moment just keep it simple and then let them and really just be let open them and available it, kind for of, yeah. questions and that's what we did um you know we keep her memory live we try to cook her recipes as much as possible and that's that's you know what we're doing but yeah if I can just be like completely vulnerable and honest it was during those moments that I was like how am i going going to do this how am i going to raise these children without her yeah. i'm like but then like you get through it like and everything else mom's got this like we got <laughs> yeah, it like you move yeah. keep it pushing and but also i you know i had to really take the time to sort of deal with my own grief through that as well because
1: you're taking care of everybody else
2: yeah so you know but you you know it, you just keep it moving it, it, yeah. it's just kind of also like a beautiful thing too life keeps going it's all part of life we miss her but you know we're a strong family and now my kids sort of have this lesson i wish they didn't have to learn so young but they have this sort of beautiful lesson from a person that they were so close with and dealing with grief and loss and i really just hope it can you know inform them throughout the rest of their life to be honest so yeah
0: yeah i mean that's amazing it's amazing
1: we um so my grandparents both passed away before Dylan was born, and so he knows. all emma aunt, so he knows all about them. So yeah. he always is like, "Aunt Rose passed away, or Grandma Rose passed away," and he talks about them. So then he now asks, "Is this person alive? Did yeah. that person pass yeah. away? Is that the in 1900s? Is the BC like?" 1900s. <laughs> he's, so, he's so curious <laughs> about old right. versus new versus present. So, and I've educated him on like these people from the past. Yeah and where they are up in the sky so it's really interesting to he hasn't been alive to know someone who's passed away right. that's been close to us yeah. and so how will that you know
2: when that happens th- yeah and I think we should give kids a little bit more credit, credit and- to uh, be able to absorb those kind right. of things because for us it's really hard and we have all these sort of emotions and maybe even stigma and stuff that we've gone through with other people and to but they're just like they're more open t- and receptive to it. And I, I found that as well. I, 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 I'm so impressed with how my seven-year-old would sort of process the information, you know?
1: And I love how you're like cooking meals and the memories yeah. and it's really yeah. You know, it's
2: a little
0: bit depressing conversation. <laughs> <Yes. for laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. It's very important but, though yeah, because important. everyone at some point is going to have to explain yeah. this to their kids. And the way we talk about it in my house is like, your body stops working at some point, yeah. right? At some point, everyone's body is going to stop working, yeah. so that's what death is. And i th- I think that Madeline at four, um, is is like really trying to understand it. She asks me similar questions to Dylan, but more like, "Mommy, when are you going to die?" And I'm right. like, "I'm not going to mm. die for a long time." Yeah. But it's it, it's fascinating to them, but it's also something that. I think it doesn't hurt to explain it. Mm-hmm. Like, people are so scared right. to do it, but it really doesn't hurt to explain it because they're gonna have to learn at some point. Yeah. Um, are there any, mo- switching gears, are yeah. there any moments through your motherhood process that have been like particularly memorable and special for you? I know there's a lot, but give us yeah. a, a few. I think it was. So I have
2: an only child. So I think it was when I really start started to see my boys develop the close bond that they have. When I, my second son was born, my Older son, who was then three, came to the hospital. He's like, All right, cool, baby. Who's the mommy and daddy? Who's who's his mommy and daddy? I was like, Oh, okay. Um, I am. (laughs) I'm the mom, and that dad is dad, and he's coming home to live with us. (laughs) So we thought, I thought, we had thought we had done a really good job prepping him. Obviously, we did it. And then he proceeded for the next six months to just he didn't to not make, the baby did not exist. And then around, you know, when the, when my little one um started, you know, I guess being more animated and he's wasn't just like such a you know, babies are the first six months. They don't really do much. Um so and he started laughing and sitting up and he could, you know It was like, oh, whoa, this this is kind of cool. Like, who is this person? And now they have the funniest relationship. And I just find myself sometimes just like in awe. Like, they have their little secrets and they have their code words and. Little languages, and they sometimes will sleep together um, in the Aww. same bed. And of course, like there's times when they're terrorizing each other, and <laughs> right. they, like, just, like there's hitting, and, and we have to like separate them for hours. But in the moments when it's like when I get to see that sort of sibling bond, it's fascinating to me because I didn't have that. So watching them just um, be really cute brothers together, and I really try to also um, I watch and not hover and not, you know, like that's their moment. That's like something yeah. I can. That has nothing really to do with me, you know? And Isn't that
0: weird? Like, yeah. you have these kids who come out of your body and then they develop, yeah. like, their own I lives. Know. I know. Who too who, who allowed them to do that? No. <laughs> uh, but no, they, um, yeah, so they have this great
2: relationship that they completely developed on their own. And it's fascinating. Awesome. And I love it. I, did I'm you like, always
1: want multiple children? Or
2: I did. I did. I um I, cause Being an only child, you know, basically I grew up in New York City, so I had a lot of friends and I was always outside. But, um, you know, having that just like companion and, you know, like, you know, at all times, you know, just late night, like I hear them giggle. Like I, I love it. I love it. You know, so that is really probably my proudest moment.
0: I have a question for you going back to when they're fighting because I think about this all the sure. time. Discipline. <laughs> well, no. So with my girls, like when they fight, I make them I like, we kind of, we don't tie them together, but we like force them to stay right. together. We're like, hug. You guys have to hug. Right. I wonder if I'm doing the wrong thing. You as a parenting editor may know. <laughs> no, no. You, you Like I said, you know your kids. I, You know, yeah. so
2: whatever you're feeling, it's probably the right thing. We do, of course, we, we make them apologize and say sorry and do that. But, you know, sometimes I've found, and personally for me, yeah. space is sometimes the best. Sometimes we'll even... Like my husband will just take one of them, we like and go, go out, out, you know. Else. Just take because it can get pretty intense, and we live in an apartment here in the city. I mean, there's not like a we don't. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it can get really can get really close, close quarters, you know. But um, yeah. So there's definitely a lot of. You know, apologizing and stuff like that, and and also it's a huge learning experience for me having not having a sibling. So sometimes I see the roughhousing and I'm like, oh my gosh, pull them off each other, they're gonna kill each other. My husband's like, what? Like, <laughs> they're fine, they're fine. And Does I'm your like, husband have siblings? Yes, and he's also you know he's kind of like a you know guys guy, you know stereotypical like macho guy, and he's just like, they're fine, they're fine, let them kill each other. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, you know, I'm, like, I'm like, I have to leave, <laughs> let
1: them kill each other. <laughs> it's so funny i feel like have you had like a repetitive scenario recently i've had like dylan does something and i like i say it and i'm like i'm gonna take a toy away yeah. and then he starts to cry and then i don't take the toy away and then the next day he does the same thing and i say the same yeah. thing and yeah. then you don't take the toy and away then again. i don't take the toy away <laughs> yeah. so i'm like trying to figure out my balance of i'm not amazing at like disciplinary
0: well i think the key for that situation is you either have to take the toy away or you don't say you're going to take it away right
1: (laughs) so fine so
0: my husband does this all the time actually he'll say like well guys if you're not like doing this today we can't go to disney on ice tomorrow and i'm like you're not going to not take them to disney on ice like don't say Either that because then they can... Or do it. Right. Or, or, or actually or do don't take yeah. them. Right. But so I think you have to switch whatever you're saying is going to be the consequence, right? Like right. if you like keep playing with the dirt in the plant, you're going to have to go wash your hands by yourself again, right? Like that's like right. a, a necessary consequence. And my daughters hate like having to go to the bathroom and wash their hands. Right. So <laughs> that's like a, a thing. So maybe you have to come up with whatever might... I'm, yeah. I'm sure Bethany has lots of... Yeah. Insight. I mean,
2: when it comes to like taking toys away... Um, I I was kind of of the same mind. I was like, I don't want to take it it away. Like, you know, and then like, when do they get it back? And so my mom would always just say, take it and put it somewhere they can't reach, but they can see it.
0: Oh, that's a good one. So you
2: can get that back. You know, on top of the fridge, wherever, in a cabinet. You can get it back when X, Y, Z happens or, you know, you, you don't do this but she behavior. she did do again. it. Yeah. She
0: put it up there. Yeah. She's way stricter than I am. <laughs> <laughs> also, you have boys they might climb and try to pick. That's true. Oh, no, they, yeah. yeah but like, for chair. instance,
2: this morning, he my, they were playing with Legos and they had to get ready for school. So we did take the Legos away and they kept asking for them back. Well, you can get them back after you brush your teeth. Can I get the Legos back now? No. Now you have to get dressed. Now you have to, you know. Right. That I yeah. do. Yeah. But, yeah, lately I've been slacking a
1: little bit. I'm like, and
2: oh, I don't we, want to it, you cry. You know, now. parenting is the ultimate marathon. It, it yeah. just – it's relentless. It, like, never ends. It never <laughs> ends. And it's, like, I would just say cut yourself some slack because – it, it, you got many more years to go I too know. so it's just like we yeah. It's only gonna get harder Stacey. Yeah. yeah i just
0: <laughs> you know i, I know. mean
1: it's amazing like the things you see like this weekend i saw these breakthrough moments like swimming in the pool and yeah. jumping in and not being fearful of it and then like strumming on his guitar and learning like all different chords which is really cool yeah. <laughs> i'm very excited for a yeah. rock star <laughs> um and then like you know then you have this moment of this kid who isn't listening and you want to strangle right like there's like you go through these ebbs and flows yeah
0: I mean I so I heard Madeline the other day talking to her her like dolls being like you have to be a good listener today (laughs) I was like oh my gosh that is me (laughs) as well as getting through
2: there you go but I'm like (laughs) that's what I sound like yeah so
1: funny yeah no it totally
2: ebbs and flows and I think you know some days you have like weeks and weeks of like good behavior everyone's on cloud nine and then it just all comes crashing
0: down you just have to how be... do you get weeks and weeks of good behavior what are you doing
2: well i mean i guess i mean that might be an exaggeration but <laughs> <I'm> like, wow <laughs> but do you know, have like secret. periods of times where you're just like this, everything's flowing yeah, 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 things yeah. Are good like you and know even you like even like minor it. little like outbursts <laughs> or something <like. laughs> i got this like we're good everything's good and then it's like <gasps> where what, what happened then, like what the happened? world's ending yeah yeah but you know it's you know like we were talking about before kids are are their own people. You never know what happened at school. They might not be telling you something. You know, unexplained behavior. We always try to like um, you know, be really un- like understanding of like where it might be coming from while still being, you know, pretty firm and, you know, there're still rules in this house, so. <laughs> yeah.
1: Switching gears to um work. has there been like an aha moment recently in your career? I know we talked about you interviewed some great people, but like is there something that from the beginning of 2011, you said when you started yeah. in this space to now that having children just sort of clicked, you're like, this is really cool. Like I I know yeah. what I'm doing or
2: yeah, I think. So when I first, you know, was pregnant and was looking for a way to sort of supplement my, my income, like I talked about, I really didn't know if this is what I wanted to be doing. I just needed wanted to work, and it was a great way for me to have my kids with me. And it was it felt like easy because I was living it. Um, but as time has gone on, and I've you know sort of excelled in my career, I do I have really found that this is what I'm passionate about. I'm really passionate about getting good informative information to parents like me (laughs) so however that you know manifests whether it's like in digital media or on video or even in these podcasts um you know I was a clueless mom right (laughs) I think maybe we all felt like that at one point I was young I had my mother and I had my mother-in-law but I had no friends who had been through this and I was you know I needed information and so that sort of now really feels like my life's work and and it, I don't know if it was one aha moment, but over the last, you know, eight, nine years, that culmination and being in the position that I'm at in now, it's just sort of, it feels so gratifying, you know, and um, I want to keep doing it. <laughs> so I think that's the aha moment. It's like, I'm not done. I want to keep reaching out to parents and talking and and relating to moms and connecting with moms and figuring out what pisses them off, what makes them anxious, what makes them happy and how can I help? You know, and I have this sort of platform now and this really great company who have the company has amazing values that align with my own and I just want to keep keep putting out great content. And you know, yeah, and, and talking and having these conversations. So I think that's really what it It's, what it's cool about. For that me.
1: you like, she was like in the beginning of there was like no mom bloggers
0: back then, yeah. right? Yeah. It's now, so, th- oh my gosh, now there's so many. Oh, there's there's so a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I wonder. So as we go through generations, parenting philosophies shift a lot, oh, right? Yeah. What are the big questions right now in parenting? Would you say?
2: The big questions. Well, actually, it was funny. I was talking to my father in law about this the other day. I was like, "What, what would, what would you have asked?" What would you? How would you have answered if somebody asked what your parenting philosophy was back in the nineteen eighties? He was like, "What? Like,
0: <laughs> I like, right? Like he's like, you mean the TV? <laughs> right? Exactly.
2: Like parenting, obviously, it always has existed. Right? There's always been parents, there's always been kids, but the idea of parenting, I feel, is relatively new. Um, you know, and now we have you know names for different parenting styles. You know, we have you like know the helicopter, the helicopter mom, attachment parenting, parent led, child led. So there's so many things. So i almost would like to just sort of see like a little bit of a a reversal in that right i mean i don't think we need to label everything um but i do think that it helps some parents to know especially if they're looking for answers and how to raise their own kid but i think the biggest question right now i'm not sure if it's a question it's like how do we and it's probably a universal thing that's always: how do we continue to be the best parents for our kids? There is so much information out there, and I think back of parents this like a Dwayne huge Wade and Gabrielle Union, who are the pinnacle of parenting to mm-hmm. me. They are killing it, right? Yeah. Like, and and their oh. their son just came out as transgender, yeah. yes. yeah. and so when I I want to be like them, right? Yeah. I mean, and I guess you would call that, you know, child led parenting. They're listening to their kids. They're trying to be the most informed, right? And when I saw Dwayne Wade on Ellen, he was like, Well, my son came to me and said, I you know, I wanna start living my truth and can you please call me Zaya? And he was like, Okay, well now I need to get I need to educate myself. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean I think that's, that's what it is in all aspects of parents, whether you're not, maybe you're not dealing with something that extreme. Maybe your child's like, you know, I think I want to be a baseball player. I will let's figure out so you can have the the best shot at being a baseball player and you don't get hurt. And we're going to feed you the right thing and make sure you have the right, you know, yeah. all of that. So it, right. it could be on one huge end, one end of the spectrum and, or, you know, maybe not so extreme, but I think it continues just to be, you know, parenting's Okay, I don't know if I can say this. You blocked me out, but parenting's not for pussies. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. And my husband says that. That's his quote. I love that. <laughs> right? He's right, by the way. Yeah, Word like- to your husband. It is hard work and it never ends. So, whatever your child comes to you with, maybe you don't know how to deal with it, but you better learn. Right. Yeah. You know, that's what I think. That's how I think. I about think it. that is an incredibly good takeaway. <laughs> Before great. we close
0: off this episode, we want to ask you for your mom's got this moment. This would be a moment when you really felt like you like had things under control.
2: Oh my gosh. Okay, let me think about this. I think it would have to be. Um, can I say this morning? Yeah. yeah I mean, my of son has been sick, and today's his first day back at school. So I, so we haven't had to like really you Know, we have we've sort of been off our routine, so I knew I had to get both kids rest, dressed, fed out the door, and then get myself. I, have to, I had to work before coming here, and it all just like it was just one of those like great moments. I mean, I wish I had something better to tell you, but it's almost like the, the, the sort of the everyday wins, right? No, are, are those are, are our big those wins? Are the big those are the big wins that yeah. I think are the most important
0: to keep you going, yeah. like, like. It it doesn't have to be a huge moment. I think all of our listeners, too, have these moments day to day where you're like, you know what? I figured out how to get pants on my two-year-old. Like, this is my win for the day. And yesterday, my... Son, I think, was
2: well enough to go to school, but he didn't want to get up, so I didn't make him get up. So, like, right. that
0: was a, maybe not the greatest
2: win. But today we did it. <laughs> we were at the door, so you know, we'll take it. We'll and take hopefully it. Hopefully, school stays open.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Hopefully, everyone just
2: stays healthy. Yeah. That too. <laughs> well, yes. Thank you,
0: Bethany, so thank. much for coming. Thank you. Bethany, oh my goodness. Thank in. you, guys. We Which loved was having you. So All great. Right. We need more tips every day. Yeah. And everybody, <laughs> follow <laughs> Bethany on social media. Bethany, yeah. At your... Bethany
2: Braun Silva on IG. And that's really the only one I
0: use. So. That's the only one you need, everybody. Thank <laughs> yeah. you all we for listening. We TikTok soon. <laughs> oh uh, make sure you subscribe and rate us and head to our Instagram to give us any feedback or any questions you have for any of our great guests. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks to Super Soccer Stars for making this episode possible.
1: We are so happy to have you guys as being our sponsor. Thank you so much for being
0: part of Mom's Got This. For everybody who loves soccer and for those of you who don't you should still check this out. It's uh, a great program for kids and they say it goes from crib to college. So no matter what age your kid is, they can enroll in Super Soccer Stars.
1: And Dylan started at 1 and he's 5 and he's
0: going going hard. strong. Going, going strong. strong. And you guys don't forget that just for our listeners use promo code moms got soccer and save $25 off any class yeah, or camp. We were made.